Welcome to UC Caps Weekly. This is a basketball podcast covering the University of Canberra Capitals women's basketball team. And hello, Michelle. Hello, Simon. It's been a. It literally feels like months ago that <laughs> the season ended for the Caps. It was a big emotional roller coaster ride for us all. It was, and uh, in our last podcast, we um, went through that emotional roller coaster ride with Kelsey Griffin. Yeah, with, uh, really, really uh, great opportunity to listen to her perspective on what happened. It was very therapeutic for me. I hope I hope she got something out of it as well. It's <laughs> yeah. just like a uh, just yeah, yeah. I think she. I mean, I think she said herself at the time she was still, in many ways, processing yeah. uh, what had happened because it was, uh, you know. Uh, pretty tumultuous, well, seventy-two hours basically. Really, yep. it was. It wasn't a very long period of time that um, the cap season ended in a very a large thud. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. really, it was like <laughs> okay, it's done. Yep. No. But anyway, of course, the season did go on. Yeah, and, and the season did go on. Um, and you know, whilst the caps, the season didn't end the way that the caps wanted it. To have on in terms of on their own terms, mm. um, it was still a very successful team for the Caps, and we can talk about that a bit more. But you're right; there was a grand final series that still happened between hey. Melbourne Boomers and Perth Lynx. Yep, a three-game classic. Yeah, it, it really did um, go to the full three games. The Boomers lost that first game uh, against Perth at home, surprisingly, yeah. by a fairly significant margin. Mm. It was. 98-71, Perth came away with that win, shot the ball incredibly yeah. well in that first game and really came out and just uh, shocked the boomers, I think. And, and even that score, probably not indicative of, of how big a win it was. Yeah, well, they, they dominated right from the start, yeah. right from the start. Um, and that meant the boomers had to head across to Perth and they had to win on Perth's home court to take it to three games. And boy, what a game What that a w- dramatic Wow. Victory that was. Yeah, what a, it was a fantastic, fantastic game and uh, the Boomers scraped away with a 76-75 point win. Yep, Marina Marbury fouled on the three-point line and goes to the line to shoot three. If she gets all three, Tied it's overtime. Up. It's OT, that's and right. And she missed the last shot. She did. Oh, oh yeah. She's barely missed a shot all season. <laughs> She'd shot the ball so well in those and in that then, series. Yeah, that was wow. You couldn't have written a better script, I reckon. And but you who would have thought it? But you know that the pressure, yeah. you get tight, yep. it all just happens yep. and uh yeah, so she choked on that one. <laughs> Not everyone's born for those big minutes like Kobe. But <laughs> yeah. uh no, it's still an amazing it was a fantastic game yeah. and a hell of a victory by Melbourne to travel and, and, and get that win. Um, and then, of course, third game, back to Melbourne and the Boomers. A comfortable win. Comfortable mm. win, 84-66 over the top of Perth to take the championship, 21-22 uh, championship. And, uh, yeah, that's the first time actually that a team in the new format, which came in in 2015-16, I think, I think so, it was, yeah, yeah round about, um, to lose the opening game. Mm. home game and then to come back and win the series by yep. winning those last two games. Yep. So um, really nice uh, way to send off Guy Malloy, who we know is heading yep. off to New well Zealand. Deserved. Yep, and Lindsay Allen uh, took out the Rachel Spawn, which is the MVP of the final series award and well-deserved. Again, well-deserved. Yeah, absolutely yeah. great. So it was a fantastic um, grand final series. You know, maybe 
not the way you would have wanted the two teams to make it through. But, you know, in the end, they did finish first and second, respectively. Yeah. And Melbourne did finish on top of the ladder at the end of the regular season. Yep. So, yeah. No, it's just the way it went and it was it was good. It was still, it was as you said, it was a, a very close and very competitive um, set of games. And, and uh, I think I think it, it fell the right way too. Melbourne, mm. we've said that right from the beginning of the season. That team is phenomenal. That Melbourne Boomers. Oh team. yeah, look, you look at that that team on paper, and you would say Boomers are would mm-hmm. start out the season favourites. Uh, Perth have a great team on on paper as well, so yep. not surprised that they are up there. Um, Adelaide, you know, um, solid solid players. The Caps probably, if you look at the top four, I think they're probably the team that overperformed on paper, yep. um, and the probably the most, if you want to call it, disappointing team of the season was probably the Flyers. So we. They finished second last, and that was probably a bit of a surprise. But yeah. Um, anyway, season's done and dusted. <sighs> it's over. Let's talk about some awards. End of yeah. season awards sign. So the Capitals had their big presentation night. We were very lucky to be there and see it all happen. And uh, tell us a little bit about who won those final Caps awards. Well, not surprisingly, um, the joint. MVPs for the Caps, so mm-hmm. it's not very often that you have joint MVPs, um, but Sykes and Griffin, so Kelsey and Britt Sykes uh, shared the MVP awards. Uh, they were both named in the all-WNBL team, so no yeah. surprises there. Defensive Player of the Year, so the Kelly Abrams Award. No brainer. No brainer. Britt Sykes <laughs> picked that one up. Um, the Player's Player, as voted by her peers. Than none other than uh, Brit Smart. Be smart. Be smart. She picked up the Players Player Award, which is great. And the Capital on the Rise, none other than Jade Melbourne. Jade Melbourne. She's had a pretty uh, eventful couple of weeks since the season ended, Simon. Very, very eventful. Of course, she uh, last Tuesday, almost a week ago now. Yep. Yep. She was uh, selected at 33 in the WNBA draft to go to Seattle Storm. Yep, she declared for the draft. Yep, which caught people a bit by surprise. Mm -hmm. It's something she's always wanted to do. It was part of her career trajectory. She wanted to go to the WNBA. But, um, yeah, I think she kept it a bit under the radar that that she was going to put her name in. Declare, yeah. And boom. Yep, Seattle. Yep, because she won't be going straight away. She's going to take at least a year. Yeah, that's uh, right. To work on a game, get stronger. Get well, she's very young. When yep. you think about most of the um, players who go into the WNBA, they're coming out of four years of college. Four years of college, so they're 23, 24 years old. Mm, um, yeah, 22, 23, 22, 23, Yeah, yeah. So she's she's nineteen. So yep. she's three years, um, I guess, sort of behind those girls in terms of physical development and. Um, uh, maturity and yeah. experience. So yep. although she's got quite a lot of experience for a young player. So that's fantastic. Um, and you took a little road trip, Simon? I did take a road trip down mm-hmm. to Taralgon and was very blessed to be able to take part in the draft watching party with, with Jade and her family. Um, her dad's got this amazing pub in the middle of Taralgon called The Crown, and it's it's beautiful. It's a very, very old one. I think I think he said it was uh, 1884 mm-hmm. was when it was built, but they've kind of gutted it all and done it all up, and he's got this enormous about eight, ten TVs all stuck together to make this one giant screen. It was very, very cool. And you took a little bit of a video of the event. Yeah, and you I might have done some filming and um, put together a little, a little thing. 
I've got yeah. I've got one stay tuned. I've got one very important interview to do before it'll be finished. But yeah, I might just post up something uh, a little teaser. A little snippet, a teaser. Yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> before the full thing comes out. Yeah. But so yeah, so congratulations to Jade. Yep. Um and to top that off, she was also in the same week named in the Australian Opal squad again. Yep. So that's fantastic. Yep. And we might talk about the squad sure. a little bit further on down the track. Yeah. So we now look to off-season. the off-season, Michelle. Yeah, that's right. So um, obviously free agency will start, I think, next week for the WNBL. Yeah, I've got, a, I've got a thing in my mind that it's three weeks after the finals. Mm, so yeah, once, right. the, once the season ends, that free agency for the WNBL starts three weeks after that. Yeah. So, but before we get to what people are doing in the WNBL season, of course, mm. there's the off-season. So I, I've had a little bit of a... Look around at what all the Caps players are up to. So we know um, uh, Jade's off to Ballarat. Yep. So NBL one competition is the competition below, I guess, the NBL in yeah. Australia, the WNBL. Some of them have a bit of a staggered start, depending yeah. on whether it's north. East has there's already five, started. Yeah. East's had three three rounds already. Yep. So there's five conferences. Yeah, East, yeah. West, North, Central and South. Central started, South starts this coming weekend. That's right, yeah. So uh, Jade uh, is off to Ballarat. Uh, Kelsey is playing in Launceston. Mm-hmm. Uh, Britt Sykes is obviously going back to the Sparks, to the WNBA. Started. Uh, training camp today? It did. They did. Sorry. <laughs> Kel Wilson is back to Bendigo. Mm-hmm. Um, Britt Smarts with Sa- Sandringham again. Yep. She's going to pick up with them, uh, I think, in about a month's time. That's She's actually heading home. She's going home. To yeah. Ohio. She hasn't been home or seen her folks and stuff for like two and a half years yeah, because so of COVID. So she's going to have a trip home before she uh, joins Sandringham. Yep. Um, Michaela Ruth, who missed the end of the season mm. for us, which was a big loss to us, um, is back to Logan where she's played uh, the last couple of years. She's the queen of Logan. She they is. love her. <laughs> um, Talia Tapare is um, actually, I think, I'm not 100% sure on this, Simon, but she was signed to play with the Wakato Wizards in New yeah. Zealand last year, which I don't think happened because of the whole COVID situation. So I have a feeling... Yeah. That she might be heading back there, but I'm not 100% sure on that. Word on the grapevine is, yeah, she's playing in New Zealand. In New Zealand? Yeah. I'm, I'm so assuming maybe then it's work at her. But yep. anyway, um, Abby Cabillo is off to Brisbane uh, Capitals. With Bronte Cork. That's right. Bronte's going there as well. Yep. Alicia Froling's down to Knox yep. in Victoria. Um, Shanice Swain is off to Mackay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Gemma Potter down to Dandenong. Yep. And Abby Sol- Solway is staying in Canberra and playing with the Canberra with Nationals. The Nationals. Yeah. In the NBL One East competition. You can get out and watch their games if you're in Canberra. Yeah, they'll play at Belconnen Basketball Stadium. That's right. And um, Coach Gorry, as we know, off to the Atlanta Dream. Yep. And he landed there yesterday, yesterday and started training camp. Today. Had enormous issues with his visa and uh, all due to COVID and, and there were just a whole bunch of technical things that went wrong and <laughs> poor bugger. He was just sitting at home waiting for his visa to be delivered and uh, but yet we saw a video where we posted it on our on our little news story on Instagram of um, Gory sitting there with the other coaches so he's finally there. He is there so um, which is great. So just no rest for the wicked, he's straight into it. 
That's right. Let's talk coaches, WNBL. Well, that's really interesting yeah. what's happening there. Yeah, probably the, the thing that's got us all <gasps> stressed at the moment and on tender hooks, just wondering about what's going to actually happen. And, of course, with Gory leaving, the Caps job is, coach position, yep. is up for grabs. Now, we know of two people that have been interviewed for it. We're not going to say because it's supposed to be confidential. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, we're – Expecting that to be, and it wasn't just two. There were a few more people who, yeah, were but we we know of two. Yeah, um, um, so <laughs> this is going to be a bit of a non-event. This this section, Michelle, because we know a bit that we really can't talk about. Well, we can talk around it. Okay, <laughs> so maybe I should let you <laughs> let you me, drive it. Let me drive this <laughs> before right. I blow it. So we know that. We know that there are four coaching positions that mm. are definitely open in the league this season. Gorries is obviously one. Yep. Interviews have taken place yep. for that. No uh, – and we don't know if a decision has been made or not, but the interviews process has been done. Mm. We know Tracy York has uh, – retired, retired, resigned. Yep, she's – returning back to Adelaide, mm. COVID, all the rest of it, away from her family. So the yep. Bendigo job is open. Yep. I don't know how they're planning on filling that position because at any time a coaching position, you can fill it whichever way you like, right? You can go general advertising, you can headhunt, you can appoint out of your existing coaching staff, whatever yeah. way you want to do it. So yep. don't know how Bendigo are going to handle that one. Um we know that Malloy, obviously, is yep. off to New Zealand and mm-hmm. so the Melbourne job is open and that actually got advertised on yesterday, I think. the 16th. Yeah, yeah 16th, so, yep. so yeah, cup yesterday, the day before. Yep. Um, so those p- that position is open and is being advertised through a general process. Mm-hmm. Um, there is another coaching position that we know um, is open but hasn't publicly been announced either. Mm-hmm. Um, what we do know though is, so here you go, let's work out who it is. We know that Shannon Sebum in Townsville, is contracted until the end of the 2024 season. Yep. As is Heal in Sydney. Yep. He's contracted until the end of the 2024 season. Yep. Petrick's contract in Perth is actually up at the mm. end of this season. But... You'd think coach winning of coach the of the year might be holding him in good stead for a... A re-signing? A re-signing, you would think. So, That's crazy world basketball. So just work that out, you know, how many yeah, yeah, teams yeah. there are in the WNBL. So there you go. But anyway, <laughs> so that's what's happening with the coaching. So from that perspective, there are two things that come to mind. Who are the coaches that are likely to be putting their hands up for those positions? Yep. And the second part is free agency starts really, really soon. Yeah. Players are going to want to know who, who the coaches are before they will sign up for teams. So mm-hmm. it's it's going to be... With the four clubs that have not announced their new head coaches yet. Mm, exactly right. So it's very exciting. <laughs> well, it is for nerds like us <laughs> who follow this stuff. But anyway, so you got – I kind of did my own list of coaches that may or may not be around Radio to, looking for a go. Radio. Hibbert. Yeah. Katrina Hibbert. Yep. Belinda Snell. Like she's been head coaching yeah. in NBL one. She's been assistant coaching. Uh, Kristen Veal. Yep. Uh, Natalie Hurst. Yep. Then you go to people like Larissa Anderson, who's mm-hmm. previously coached, was assistant coach with Melbourne, and maybe Paul Flynn yep. is another one who's yep. there. So I'm, I'm thinking there's probably, you know, a mix of um, 
you know, who knows, Tom Ma might come out of the woodwork again. Oh, but, um, Surely not. <laughs> Surely not. Um, so, you know, there's six or seven names you could kind of reel off mm. where you'd go, um, you know, potentially they might slip into a role there. Yeah. And, you know, like the only other thing I would say, because I can, is that, <laughs> you know, Shane Hill might be contracted to the end of the 2024 season, but... Sydney did not perform well this season and Sydney sacked Hibbert yeah. <laughs> when she ended up fifth yeah. last year. Yeah. I don't think it's going to happen. No. But, you know. Um, not a chance in hell. No, because he is contracted for another three years. But uh-huh. um, anyway, I'll leave it with, with the punters to work out what they reckon is going to happen. What's your pick? <sighs> You're not going there, are you? I think, I think my favourites out of those lists are probably well known by most people that know me. Yep. I okay. would be very, very excited to see a certain ex-capital coaching the Capitals, but we shall wait and see. We don't even know if uh, you know if we're, we're mentioning these people. We don't know if they've put their hands up for them or anything. Don't know so. if they're interested or whatever. Yep. 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 Crazy times. So that's mm. that's something for us all to sort of keep an eye on. Keep an eye on and get mm. get excited or. Desperate about, depending on your uh, your take. <laughs> Let's talk opals, Michelle, because the uh, announcement has just been released about the new twenty one player squad for the World Cup. Yeah, that's right. And um, in the lead up to the World Cup, there's a obviously there'll be camps and what have you, but there's also a three game series against Japan mm. in Australia in Sydney and Newcastle, which is starting on the 29th of May. So at the yep. end of May, two games in Sydney and then uh, a third up in Newcastle. In Newcastle, yep. that's right. Yeah. So the squad's been named. Um, just run through it. Yeah. Uh, so Beck Allen, uh, Zatina Kuzo, Sarah Blitzavs, Beck Cole, Keely Froling mm-hmm. in there, Darcy Garbin, Kayla George, Shyla Hill, Ezie McBegor, uh, Tess Madgen, Jade Melbourne. Woo. Uh, woohoo, go Jade. Lauren Nicholson, Steph Reed. Steph Reed. Yeah, really great to see that her. That is awesome. Yep, get in there. Maddie Rochi, uh, Alana Smith, Lauren Scherf's in there. About time. Is, yeah, one of the ones we thought possibly should have been in there. Steph Talbot, Mariana Tolo, Woo. Christy Wallace, Sammy Whitcomb, and Annalie Maley. Mm-hmm. Um, not sure how many of those players. Um, who are playing in the WNBA or over at training camps will be available for the actual ga- three-game series against Japan. But yeah. uh, that's the 21, that's the World Cup squad list. Um, obviously, you know, General Hay has retired, yep. so she's not in there. Liz Cambridge is gone. So just looking back on the previous World Cup yeah. um, team, Cambridge is gone, O'Hay is out. Um, so, yeah, so that's the squad. No Mitchell anymore. No Mitchell, yeah. So there's um pretty good group of players there though. Yeah. Exciting that's, stuff. Um, that's a pretty exhausted list, I reckon. I don't think they've got much wrong with that group of 21. No, I no. can't think of anyone – Really, who is available and not in that? Mm. Yeah, I think it's a good one. Mm. We'll wait anyway. and see what happens. Yep. Very exciting. Can I just backtrack some? Because sure. I forgot to mention that when we were talking about what all the capitals are doing in the off season. Yeah. Um, so the Alex Bunton is the only player that hasn't made a decision about yeah playing in the off season. I know she has some. 
um, other things that are happening that she's exploring, mm-hmm. um, but she has not um, signed with anyone for the off yeah, season. And she's so. working a lot on advocacy stuff and uh, mm. has a little side business of her own. Mm-hmm. Um, the other very exciting thing that happened, uh, talking of the future, is of course Abby Cabillo graduated. She did. She is now a Bachelor of Sports Management, Professor yeah. Cabillo. <laughs> I don't think that entitles you to c- professor title, but I, l- I like the sound of Professor Cabillo. It's very <laughs> that's good. right. So that's great. It's an awesome job there, Abby. Yeah. Of course, she was playing basketball all year round, studying. studying. Just amazing. Yeah. So yep. congratulations to Abby on her graduation as well. Well, that probably wraps it all up for the moment, gang. Well, as we said, there's there's stuff happening. There's lots of players that we can watch. Uh, the NBL one is is pretty great now, Michelle. You can pretty much watch every single game on That's right. in some format. That's either on things KO. like KO or or live live streaming off the NBL one site. Yeah, yeah. So it's really good. It's a really great opportunity now to catch up and. And um, see how our players are going in the NBL One competitions, and not just our players. Lots mm. of players in the WNBL. Many, play. many, many. Yep. yep, most of them do. If they're not overseas, yep, they're playing here. They're playing here. So get around that. Just go to the NBL One. I think it's just that NBL One dot com dot au, and yep. then it's split into its various conferences. Conferences, and you can uh, jump on there. Hit the women's tab, hit the mm-hmm. fixtures tab, and then they, there's always a link there yep. to the video that's on. So and get out to the games in Canberra if you can. Definitely. Watch the Canberra Nationals play. Um, Coached, of course, by Natty Hurst as Coached well. by Natalie Hurst, yep. former capital, and yep. Abby Solway is playing this year. Playing quite well too. She is. Yep. Um, and yeah, and also the men's team play as well, the Canberra Gunners. So the Gunners. it's a good night of basketball to yep. get out and watch in Canberra if you're around. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for joining us tonight. We will be back shortly. We're not going to put a um, no. I think a timetable on. We're we're obviously hanging on the coaching news, coaching news, um, free agency list, and see what happens, uh, and then come back when we have a little bit information. We might try and catch up with Gory and see how he's doing in Atlanta. Got him teed up already. We're just letting him settle. (laughs) That's right. But before we. Before that, anyway, Simon, we're going to get your um, little road trip to Terelgan, aren't yeah, yeah. we? Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, I'll get a little teaser up in the next day or so. And um, and the full thing. The full thing should be out in about a week or two. Yeah. So, yeah, get around it, people. <laughs> we'll let you know about it, of course, so through our Instagram feed at UC Caps Weekly and on Facebook at UC Caps Weekly. Until then, thanks for joining us and we will talk to you soon.